This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. And our topic is masks. I started uh, an episode recording it and sort of false start didn't get going um, but it stuck and I was thinking I was like oh hey yeah that's uh, that's interesting uh, to be thinking about and it, it contains both it contains storytelling but it also contains psychology so there's this quality of uh, two things going on uh, how so how does it contain storytelling First, though, psychology. That's there. Um, Persona means mask, right? So stage persona, stage mask. And uh, when talking about that part of a person that, say, we present to the world, right? And saying, you know, uh, this is me, this is my identity, this is who I am. uh, Being called a persona because there's far more stuff going on and we are complicated uh, creatures and uh, of course you know it's tempting to simplify and go you know oh come on you know just the basics Um, but then you know you sort of lift the lift the hoods and there is the engine and uh, etc etc there's a lot more going on you know the mechanics of it once again, simplicity, but say it, it, we are more than what we appear to be. Um, I think in the recording I did earlier, it was I was also saying that there's this tem- temptation to look at people as as the mask, you know, and to stereotype. You know, oh, they are such and such a person, and to playing to that right oh i'm only such and such and you know i'm 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 not i'm not worthy we're not worthy uh you know i'm doing such and such a thing but uh meanwhile behind the scenes uh we all have uh you know we're we're human beings and uh this as a reminder to myself because i'll i'll find myself at times, and say, "Oh, this is, you know, oh, I don't, you know, I don't like this. I'm viewing people by the persona that I'm receiving, and uh, also too that say, how how does it go again? Like say, you, you know, with the clear lens, there's a bit of mindfulness there that say, you know, there isn't an interpretation. It's just that you." You know, you perceive, uh, you could even perceive, say, textually, temperature change, but you just sort of perceive it. You don't say, oh, this is a good thing or a bad thing or a strange thing. Um, And so, you know, you're just there and uh, you're part part of it, part of the scenery, which doesn't sound good in a way. I was like, you know, what about me? What about me? there's, but there's that quality of, of definition that is going on and say you know defining oneself by you know what is external 
you know, I am not that, I am this, and uh, vice versa. They are not this. So, psycholo- so, so there we have the, the psychology of it. I'm just sort of preparing. It's like, oh, it sounds like I've got to get away from the sound here. A jet has passed overhead, so there's this plume. Uh, you know, there's this uh, air vapor up there. Or would it be vapor? Anyways, there's this... It's almost like a tail has followed the jet. And other than that, it's, it's fairly uh, clear in the sky. And uh, a bit of a breeze. But that's, but that's it. Uh, not too hot. We had a couple hot days. And now we're having our a little cool down. I don't know about where you are, but we have this kind of sort of pulse sort of uh, sine wave of temperature rising and falling. Okay. So we have our we have our mask. There's the there's the theatrical quality of it playing playing to your mask. Um, I do like the notion say of characters that are way more like say if you're doing point of view and and you're sort of switching that you have the opportunity to show much more you know rather than just you know what is written on the surface it's like yeah we do have that but then changing gears and looking at it in a certain way a different way and then and then say uh, recoiling in horror that was in <laughs> that was on the top of the list. Um, there is that quality, though. Uh, why aren't we? Why aren't we? Um, I was going to say why aren't we our masks, but say why aren't our masks reflective of you know the vast um, difference, the vast uh, complication uh, of of what we are and. Uh, it's tempting to say, oh, you know, we are simple and simplistic. Uh, but that's, that's not my experience. Uh, you know, the, the farther I go along and, uh, you know, obviously there is that simplicity, but because I, you know, I'll have, compli- uh, I'll have, um, uh, I was going to say conversations Uh, and, uh, you know, say, be finding out way more about people and, uh, like, and to uh, a kind of bitterness of, um, say, people I have known and yet I didn't know them, right? And, And this feeling of bitterness of, you know, why didn't they tell me? Or say, also for myself, why couldn't I have told them? And, uh, I have a better idea of that for myself, but say, I'm just thinking of, say, one old friend, and uh, I, I wish that I could have been there in a sense. I wish that I could have, um, yeah, because uh, I, in a sense, I wasn't there, and uh, 
but c'est la vie, right? You know, that, that is life. And so it's almost like waking up and realizing that there are, you know, there's a world of humanity. There's a whole bunch of people there. Uh, writ small, you know, there's, you know, there's human being. Uh, there's, you know, kind of like one actor with many uh, masks. And that's something that I'll go to occasionally, the, the hero with a thousand faces. So this is Joseph Campbell, yada, yada, yada. Lots been said. And, um, but, and to not sort of say hoisting the flag of persona, you know, say, you know, we're all built upon, you know, there's that statement of standing on, I was going to say standing on the hills of giants, but I mean standing on the shoulders of, of giants. And, uh, you know, we have that potential too. Um, it's not to say, I think it's tempting to say, for, say, you know, point out one person, the persona, right, and say, oh, that person, right? you know, they are this and that and the other thing, lifting them up. And uh, that, I, get, I get that occasionally. There's this critique and saying, well, there's more to it. This is just one side. And I totally agree. And um, that, say that the notion of, say, the hero with a thousand faces is the, the, the hero with a thousand masks. Uh, another thing Joseph Campbell was doing was uh, it was a series, I think, called The, the Masks of Eternity. And once again, it's like, say, the, the hero being eternity, maybe eternity not conscious, right? So sort of a subconscious um, eternity, an, an experience of that. I'm just sitting here going, you know, have I, have I had my experience? I have had an experience of eternity. I can say that. Um, and it's, it's tough to say that, you know, is it enough, right? Oh, well, then you're, you know, then you're okay and you've had it. And um, for, it feels very much like, say, the work is not done and that, say, it's still... Um, it was almost like, say, a taste. <laughs> you know, it was a taster. It was a... Uh, What's that called when you have like a selection, and you know you're you're having a tasting of, of uh, some something, some kind of food or some kind of drink or something like that. Sample a sampler maybe. Here's a sample platter. Uh, but there is that quality to masks that say in the concealing there's this reveal. Like say we, we look, I, I I've been I'm sure many people have been fascinated, probably and you know you know um, horrified or sort of like repulsed by masks. One of the sort of characters I grew up with, uh, and two sort of toy related, and and yet there was this sort of um, mask. Of eternity going on, and it was uh, this doll, and it was called. Uh, and two, it was, it was a puppet, 
but it had a doll kind of quality. It was called Hugo, the Man of a Thousand Faces. And it was such a great uh, gift. And, uh, and so what it was was this uh, kind of like almost a Mr. Potato Head quality where there's a bald and um, bald and shaven, uh, yeah, no hair. And uh, so that was the head. And then there was this uh, body. I'm trying to remember if there were hands, but really it was about the face. And so what you got along with this was you were able to take, um, you know, mustaches and scars and moles. And there was like, you know, glasses and um, hats. And I'm not sure if there was hair. There must have been like at least one wig and uh, say, you know, different variations. And that you could stick these. I'm trying to remember. But it was like a flexible sort of plastic the head itself for this doll was was plastic and uh, that these pieces would just sort of stick um, they wouldn't adhere it would like they'd be resting kind of plastic on plastic and uh, maybe two forms of plastic and one of them was sort of a shiny the um, the, the various you know uh, mustaches and things like that scars those were uh, shiny uh, plastic on the other side, and they, they would sort of rest and kind of stick. And and one of the things, and so my childhood friends got this. What I got was uh, a Tommy Talker ventriloquist doll. So shades of things to come, maybe. Sort of thinking about the sock puppet unicorn that I have now. <laughs> I've, I've I've got it sort of in this zippered pocket of uh, my. Um, my not it's not a valise, but it's like a anyways a tote bag or something. It's not a tote bag. Anyways, it's a it's a bag, it's sort of like for uh, going to an office, sort of. Anyways, uh, the the uh, anyways, I've got my sock puppet unicorn in a in a zippered pocket, and I just had a moment of where it was. There's this kind of feeling of, of that it's sort of wanting to get out and uh, saying something, but it, it too, it's it's more of an impression there. And I remember getting the this Tommy Talker ventriloquist doll, and uh, I sort of remember being interested in. There was a show on TV that there was this ventriloquist, and so. It must have been, say, that I was interested, that, say, I must have asked for this thing, probably begged for it. Uh, so mine, uh, that, say, I could move the mouth, but I remember that, that nothing would happen. And, and so that, that could speak, too, as well. Uh, it, it speaks to, say, the age that I was at, but also that, say, I look at that and I go, oh, that's interesting. That I wasn't a that I wasn't doing that. Like I wasn't. Um, I didn't have what I have now with this sock puppet unicorn uh, at the time, and I can remember sitting there with this thing and moving the mouth, and that nothing would be happening, and confused uh, that it wasn't. So let's go back to uh, Hugo, the man with a thousand faces. So I was fascinated by this, and. Uh, 
but but definitely say I was on the outside. So I was watching uh, my childhood friends put little pieces onto this blank canvas, as it were, this bald head, shaved and everything, uh, or hairless, and seeing these different characters pop up. And two, this would be before we got into Dungeons and Dragons, which again has this mask-like quality. And two, where I, I would say that I was, I was discovering voice, right? Say that I could be something different. It's going choking up a little bit. Uh, There, for Hugo, there was this actually the contrast for me. But Hugo, this Hugo doll, that there was this, uh, there was something kind of repulsive, and at the same time uh, attractive. And in in that sort of collection of uh, disguises, really, that's how it was advertised. There was a kind of spy kind of quality. There was a kind of theatrical kind of quality. Um, a detective. I'm thinking of, say, Sherlock Holmes dressing up. And, um, but also, also in there, and too, it wasn't really advertised, but I'm sort of taking it, you know, to the, taking it to length, uh, to, uh, to sort of the distance that, uh, you know, in that also is, uh, say, gender and, uh, you know, class structure and many different angles. I'm just remembering, say, uh, Sherlock Holmes and, you know, that sort of having this kind of fluidity and, and leaving, uh, sort of, say, occupying kind of like a class being connected to this upper echelon and then yet having this fluidity and moving and all of a sudden is connecting with say the Baker Street Irregulars and um, uh, dressing up as this um, and, and to part of me is saying you know like that's not good dressing up as a the man with the twisted lip I think was I think that was the story and uh, wearing wigs and uh, changing you know, posture, changing the way you talk. And as I remember it, there was this shared interest uh, that myself and uh, my childhood friends uh, had, or these particular childhood friends had. I can remember another uh, childhood friend um, being, it felt like on the outside of this, that sort of like that there was this bitterness that they had which I'm just pulling out of that whole experience. And um, there is a kind of quality of, of hiding, at least for myself. Let's say that, you know, in, inhabiting a character in a mask at an, an early age, very early age, um, as part of survival. And um, where I'm at in therapy... Uh, it's called uh, integration, and, and feel free to look it up. I think it's great, and I uh, uh, connect it to uh, individuation, and you can connect it to many other um, aspects. And, and basically, it's 
say that you have two sides. And I would take it to the extreme of uh, like the Jungian outer world and then you have your inner world. And building at least a bridge between those. And as I say that, I'm <laughs> going, it's like, you know, it's all connected. Um, fiction, fiction-wise, because I've been looking at bridges recently. Fiction-wise, writing-wise, script-writing, because I've been pitching stuff. And, and, and talking about a, like, you know, what would a uh, Canadian science fiction, um, I have sort of, like, taken a look, and, and right away there's this distinction of, uh, there is this quality of, of, of difference. I don't know if you've ever seen Canadian television, etc., but there is, there is something different going on, and I think part of it is subconscious, and then part of it is, is the persona, right? It's like, you know, well, this is how we've done things, and this is how we're doing things, and this is how we will do things. Across the street, I'm, I'm looking at this... Um, um, it's a crest, and I believe it's... Uh, anyways, there's elements... The crest has definitely... British elements to it. It's got the lion and the unicorn. And I, I've mined that gold. Um, but the way it's been positioned in like a long time ago, uh, it has this quality of having... Um, they're, they're behind the crest, there's uh, these blue, like little blue windows. They're probably large, really. But anyways... From this distance, they look small. And the way it's positioned, it, there's uh, in the crest, it almost looks like there's an eye looking at me. And, and then, you know, really sort of stretching it for the lion and the unicorn, there's also an eye. So that the crown has a kind of eye that's sort of gazing at me and then lion and the unicorn. And, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd just thought I'd say, speaking of, say, personas and uh, elements of persona, uh, because, you know, that identity, you know, say, that's something that I wear, incorporate, question, and and play with. Um, What does that mean? Uh, Because Canada has this connection. We're, We're part of what's called the Commonwealth, and then, uh, you know, and that's that, this relationship between places that were part of the British Empire, say that, say, it's something that exists and doesn't exist. Like, say, um, there's this city uh, here in Vancouver, sort of a smaller city called Newestminster, and it used to be the capital, and then the capital was moved. So there's this kind of phantom capital quality to it. And as well, uh, you know, we have this phantom empire uh, that exists. Uh, say, it, it, you know, it, oh, it doesn't exist, and yet, you know, we have this thing in place. It's taken its place. And there's these relationships 
uh, places that you know were part of it, um, colonial aspects of it, um, huge shifts and changes, say especially for us right now in identity. So Moss, bring this back to uh, bring this back to writing. So we have our psychology, but as we approach a kind of a, a midpoint, uh, I keep getting up and going over to a. Um, somebody else uh, sort of at this part, outside part of the, uh, of the library and uh, I keep forgetting that they're there and sort of like going back to my um, my situation there we go so it's good to get up if you haven't gotten up recently I highly recommend getting up and uh, having a, a stand uh, you know, a stand, a stretch, um, even just, you know, like, say you're at your desk. I think it's, uh, I want to say every 30 minutes, but, um, every so often I into what I did is I set, um, a, a timer and, uh, you know, while at writing and editing, and actually this is a good reminder for me right now at the library to reset and to, um, have a stand every so often just to stand up and stretch and um, maybe do you know twist or something like that twist the spine something there's something going on inside some bunch of people are standing it looks like they're going on a tour or might be going on a tour and um uh, there's masks um, there's a bunch of people up here that haven't had masks so I'm thinking that it's uh, yeah it must be some kind of tour or something like that okay um, masks and storytelling doing the recording like say the false start that I had for talking about masks I was going to uh, you know movies I I mentioned superheroes uh, concealing identity Um, I'm pretty sure I've talked about about that I'm pretty sure I talked about superheroes and this um, question of a um, alter alter ego um an identity that's being um, concealed and I, think, I remember the, the point that I got to with that was that you know we have we have these characters it's like say that there are two it's almost like they're two different worlds that they're inhabiting and you know occasionally you'll come across some kind of superhero that has um an alternate identity that is 
or rather, I mean to say, characters that don't have an alternate identity, you know, they are, you know, there's the superhero equivalent all the time, right? And, you know, yes, perhaps they were somebody else, but usually uh, they're, you know, the same person all the time. I'm just thinking of some, some characters, I was thinking of a couple actually, but one in particular uh, based on like say a, a 1950 like very, looking very 1950s science fiction has a helmet with this thin head uh, you know they're um, in outer space uh, interacting with aliens they have a ray gun there's a lot of um, sort of tropes a lot of gadgets uh, from back then and that, that they are you know they're not being someone else, you know, either in the or they have their uniform, but they have retained their name, and uh, oh, I don't even want to go. I was going to say something like Captain Saturn or something, but that that obviously sounds doesn't sound like their name. Um, but the majority seem to have this alternate identity, and you know the the most prominent will have um, they'll have their ordinary life and then they will have their super life right and then they will you know they will be patrolling they will go out and patrol but and, and it's a weird thing because it seems like say they have their day job we, we, you know it's like this weird kind of reversal um, and we have also you know say definite masks like say Spider-Man there's this definite concealment uh, and then we have say you know Batman and uh, you know two characters having masks and then we'll have uh, say Wonder Woman who isn't and that say it's the difference in clothing and you know hairstyle um, Tierra uh, I'm sure that there's some sort of backstory some kind of you know, when she wears her, you know, uniform, her costume, uh, you know, her, uh, you know, bracelets and her tiara, and she's got her uh, lasso that she's, uh, that say people can't recognize her. And um, because, you know, she has a different name, she has this persona, this mask, and then she has uh, Diana, right? And, you know, she has this occupation I think it's in antiquities, art. There's this combination of, of history and art that she's uh, involved in. Um, and, and I'm interested in, say, the characters, as I'm saying this, I'm going, I am interested in the characters who are, who are say, super all the time and that they don't have this day job. And... I'm thinking right now, well, why is that? Um, and say, as, as audience, I think it makes sense, you know, because in, in a way we inhabit these two worlds. We have the outside day-to-day -day world, and then we have our inner world, which is super, right? We're able to do amazing things and experience amazing things vicariously but say you know in our in our dreams and in, in our daydreams our imagination 
uh, in, in this shared imagination uh, that we have with fiction, film, um, that, we're, that we depart and people will look at us and go, oh, well, that, you know, they are an ordinary person, a human being like me. Meanwhile, inside, all kinds of stuff is going, you know, we, we have no idea. And two, that, that there can be this departure. Um, there's a sort of a quality of the adventurer, e- even though it might not be by your definition. I'm just thinking of some ex- sort of some extremely straight-laced people that I know that at the same time they go off you know every so often they end up you know at far-flung parts of the world and experiencing uh, experiencing culture as much as they can you know sometimes you're not able to sometimes they you know it's verboten you know and you're you know on the outside um but, but their intention is to go and to get out of uh, where they are at, their day-to-day, and to have uh, experiences beyond, um, yeah. And to, uh, you know, encounter, in contrast, um, and say, you know, I'm thinking back to, say, my family, or say, I'll, be, I'll have conversations with people that, like say for me, it seems pretty much ordinary uh, or that I will be conscious of leaving uh, what I'm doing my day-to-day and, and being involved. Um, therapy is a great example, right? That's dangerous stuff. Uh, for me, it's dangerous. I'm not supposed to be doing it, right? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much... There's, uh, you know, uh, there's a rule. I'm breaking a rule and uh you know by being in conversation you know and that's a very private uh personal um situation like say that somebody else will go what what that doesn't make sense um and for them it's something else you know that um you know they're going to go to therapy for a different reason and for me it's going to be the flip side I will look at that and go, you know, oh, well, yeah, no, of course, that's not, you know, that's not such a big deal or something along those lines. And um, as I say this, I check and see that we are in the second act of this episode that we are having. And uh, we've crested, so gone past the midpoint, and now we're in the or approaching the crisis, the uh, the build up, the warm up to uh, was it the the meltdown? It's almost like say the character going into uh, cocoon. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, caterpillars, monarch butterflies, say, will turn into this ooze, and so they you know have the they you know they prepare or hanging from this uh, branch say and uh, that they've got the cocoon around them and uh, then they disintegrate right they sort of just go into this kind of goo and it's amazing because the um, too, the caterpillar turns into this goo and then out of that goo 
we have this kind of rebirth, um, this uh, transformation. Um, but but going down into this, um, so there is a kind of death-like quality. I I kind of as I'm saying this, I'm going. I kind of like it better than uh, the belly of the whale and uh, some other things because let's say that there is this sort of destruction but it's natural and it's this is it's not it's not sort of you know sort of blood and guts kind of gore um, that usually you see like say I've looked at a bunch of uh, screenwriting books and um and other, you know, fiction, writing. Okay. After a swig of water. The, the danger with the mask is um, becoming it. And... I, I would have to say that for myself, you know, having having grown up with a mask, I think say we all do, we we adopt, we imitate, we take on, um, you know, various characteristics, and uh, you know we identify. Um, ah, you know, this is my ethnicity. I am this and that and the other thing. All the while. Uh, living this double life <clears throat> and, and for myself I, I keep going back to like say thinking of stage persona <clears throat> I keep going back to um, uh, David Bowie Ziggy Stardust and um, and for me the, the beauty of say the mask of say becoming becoming something beautiful and you know beautiful and strange, uh, odd and interesting, fantastic um, science fiction right? it's all wrapped up in there poetic <clears throat> so uh, the danger and, and too this is say you know, years of just occasionally sort of coming across these interviews going out and looking for them too um that there's this sort of like personal private conversation uh, like say m- my connection you know say is a brief marvel you know over the persona but then realizing it's like oh this is an act it's a performance and yeah that was within it was probably not a day but but say over the years, uh, reading about it and and reading about it and hearing about it and sort of realizing that it it, it became impossible. Uh, like say in the sense of uh, say self destructive lifestyle, there's that. But say that that is also um, part of, part of the persona, not actually being yourself, but you know sort of inventing something. Uh, in order to get through and, and there's that question mark well what do you mean by that 
know, get through, get through what? And, and I would say it's that it's the limitation of the, the persona, the mask we grow up with and uh, the restraints, the restraining order, the um, also too that say it's not, and you know, it's, it's not, well, let's see, as I'm saying that, I'm going, it's not meant in a bad way, but say that it is, it, it, it's what we do right, in order, as we define each other, um, I'm, I'm just thinking of, say, yeah, you know, imitation, right, imitating, uh, imitating those I grew up around, and uh, imitating, uh, like, say, repeating that as I've gone along. The crisis, so we have about four more minutes until we cross over the border so get your passport ready as we head for the third act masks in storytelling uh, in a sense we are offering uh, we are offering that to the reader that the reader is um, going to be dawning they're going to be seeing the world through a persona, through a mask. Um, as, a, as a writer, you know, I first get the chance to, to live, uh, to live it, examine it, um, work with it. So it's not just sort of like the first draft, right? But you're going back and you're going to do it again and again and again. And, you know, make mistakes, go back, clarify and get closer and closer and closer to that manuscript that the reader picks up and goes, you know, okay, it's happening, all right, good. Uh, you know, say, us as reader. But uh, crisis-wise, the danger of latching onto a character and say that, you know, becoming that character and that it's so, you know, rich and it's so um, overwhelming and addictive there, there is a quality of that of performance performance art that you know say you know, there's this danger of um, living vicariously you say you know the writer uh, inhabiting that role and not not having the balance of the of the of the two worlds instead going you know no i don't i don't care about that i don't want that um i heard that uh early on i remember i remember being told about someone who was um living basically living in a hallucination and at the time, uh, having an envy for them that, you know, that, that I wasn't able to do that. And two, that it, it meant a lot, right? That say, enough to, sort of, to say it, you know, to vocalize it. But the, but the danger for, it could be, you know, an artist, it could be the, you know, really for anyone, um, dressing up and, uh, you know, putting on a show 
probably probably the most difficult and two I, I have encountered I remember encountering an, you know an author up the rungs from me and that they um, I, I could I could see their performance right that they were talking to some people and, and I was sort of sitting back thinking to myself you're not you know you're putting on a show well that's fine isn't it but but there's that quality of 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 being real and is is this person able to distinguish between uh or are they or are they not um, i don't care boss side me up i want to be <laughs> i want to live the persona um And to, I think it's that the, the agony is that you're not, that you know that, you know, that you're not, and uh, that it's a show, and that, you know, the writ small, it's uh, imposter syndrome. But I'm, but I'm just thinking of say, uh, and two, there's, there's the term uh, integration. Once again to integrate those two sides the, you know, to integrate the mask the persona with the person, right? the actor you know, to be to own it you know, instead of have it like say, you know, that, so that it's never taken away that you, you know, you're not, it's not going to fall off um, because you coexist right? uh, what's another term for it? There, I remember having a conversation. It was about, say, relationships. So, uh, codependency versus independency versus interdependency, and that you know that final statement of um, interdependency, you know, between these different sides of yourself, right? These different, um, you know, yes, you have your secret uh, secret identity um, and then you have your you know your superhero but say you know you're all one thing and I, I know that that doesn't quite work <laughs> but we're over the border now and uh, we just shot through shot past we were on the train and just whoosh they must have electronically read our uh, passports that's, a, that's another good uh, sort of example. Um, passport identity. And, you know, you know that name... I'm sure, I'm sure if you say, for most people, that, say, their name is who they are. Uh, but, but does that restrain? And does that um, get in the way? And are you... Um, are you just that? Does that mean anything? And and too, that has has had me um, questioning. Uh, I'll notice on, uh, say, Twitter, people playing with their identities. um, Or, say, somebody who adopts uh, a nickname, for example. Or, I don't want to be called that version of my name. I want to be... um, 
or say, you know, a shortening, right? Don't call me the long form, the long type, you know, know, the name. I want a shortened uh, version of the name. And, you know, well, why? Why should that make uh, a difference? And yet it does. You know, we we all have our preferences as, as far as, you know, how, how we are received. <clears throat> so our topic is uh, masks, specifically personas we're looking at in fiction and um, psychologically. To end, I'd like to focus on the, on crisis, the, um, the ma- sorry, not the crisis, I mean... <laughs> I'd like to focus on the climax of, of the mask uh, in uh, fiction. And that say, have, having seen really cool stuff, people having like these alternate identities and ha- yeah, have, having the opportunity of living in, in a sense, in two worlds and two, in two ways of being. You know, in their fiction, in a sense, they are a kind of superhero, and they're able to do these things. And they they allow a life, and they uh, cultivate this inner life. And um, it's good to hear myself saying that. That, and and I'm sort of at the same time going, you know, and is that? And I would have to say yes. You know that there is this um, cultivation, fruition. Uh, there is this quality of, uh, of value and of, of making something that didn't necessarily exist uh, in the same way. So that's great. Uh, and, and yet, it is, a, it is a flip around from the usual way, because, you know, masks are external. Like, say, why would we have... Why would we switch it to where I have an internal mask? Right? I have a, a persona internally that I create and uh, you know, go, go around and do things. To, um, not to live a double life, but to have a complete life. Uh, there's the word again, integrated. Uh, and that the adventure, that the adventure the character is having is my adventure and, you know, writ large, you know, instead of, um, instead of not. Um, so that, so that is a, is a, is a different way of, of looking at it. Um, almost in the sense that we have two personas. We have our outer persona and then we have our inner persona. Most fiction, though, is not going to be received like that, right? Most fiction is going to be there's, there's this unplug and say, oh, well, uh, for example, Moss is not, you know, the main character in, in this um, fiction. As I say this, you know, it, it, it actually has moved closer um, and to the response. There has been this difficulty because of that. Uh, moving closer to perhaps moving closer to integration right and and uh, be, be resisting this and, and not being um, comfortable with it right? 
it because it's something that's new and it's something that's unknown or you know say it's not clarified in the you know like in the way I'm saying now right? that sort of you know I'm not what would be the word it's like intellectualizing is I don't think a word um, but say yeah clarify making clear uh, getting back to that statement of eternity and getting back to that sort of you know that hero uh, that heroine with a thousand faces right uh, you know these masks of eternity <clears throat> you know how does uh, how does that experience or notion how does it express itself and uh, Almost, almost best, it would be in the sense of, say, um, as I'm seeing it, childhood, so that, you know, one goes back to how they were uh, a thousand years ago, or, you know, where time kind of ceases to exist, and uh, that there is this eternal quality uh, to it, to that experience. Uh, I had I had great stuff. I had I had good things happen. I had terrible things happen as a kid. Nightmare, um, traumatic stuff happen. You know, say so. I have, and and two, I would have to say, I think most of it is good, and um, you know the. Also, too, speaking of my childhood friends. And say watching, um, watching the mask develop uh, of you know of who they are, how they are going to be, what they are going to pursue during their span of time, and uh, in a sense, eternity in each of these people, um, eternity in you, and how you how, you know how are you going to dress that up and uh, do what you're going to do. As as far as as far as the fiction goes, um, <laughs> it almost it almost feels unavoidable. Like so, it's like, well, I you know I guess this is what we're writing about now. Um, but it it's sort of this eventuality, like that you know yeah of course it was going to uh, get to this point where this would be the conversation in some form or another. Um, Perhaps, perhaps not uh, as public, but I know that there is even more public. Um, say that people will, you know, really put themselves out there. That said, uh, I I'm really sure that a lot of what we see, you know, it's persona, right? A lot of what we see are masks. Um, part of it is that in order to Put on a show, put on a performance, regardless of what it, whether you know it's political, whether it's uh, 
into on on what stage like it could be local politics that we have our performers Moss, how dare you say that my politician of choice is you know you know putting on a show it's a that it's a performance um Climax structurally uh, in three-act structure. That you know, usually it's it's this confrontation, um, and that say from the protagonist's viewpoint, it's about um, you know letting go of who we were, or no, rather who they were. But we can take from that and, and you know go oh. I see, in order to achieve the goal, also too that that changes. That say, you know, once we let go of our, you know, our identity of who we were, um, ultimately the thing holding us back, that we can move forward. Um, but also uh, in becoming, in becoming the person that, or rather the, you know, the character that is able to achieve their their goal for example right to be um an author i'm just i'm just sort of recalling these sort of steps like say and 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 a big a big one was you know getting published small press um you know the pros and cons and then after that um making these hurdles, these leaps, and, uh, you know, obviously you, you can go back to who you are, oh, sorry, you could go back to who you, who you were, and what you were, uh, how you were, in, in a sense, too, it doesn't fit, I can remember doing the panels at the local science fiction convention, and I was nervous, um, not as nervous at the at the comic book convention. Uh, you know that was I, I was definitely feeling nervous, um, but I I was I prepared and you know, visualized and, and sort of imagined myself there, but also imagining a a, a person who could do that. Like a, a part of me that was able to achieve that, you know, that goal, those goals, like each panel. Um, there's a quality of, of putting on a different skin, as it were. Um, you know, a costume. And, and in my case, there was definitely that. You know, I had this orange Hawaiian shirt, right? And that was my kind of. Um, that was the, you know, the thing. It was. It was sort of like, say, the. In a sense, it was like a, it's costume. There we go. But in the sense of mask as well, that, the mask went along with the costume. And and you could say something like you know, lucky shirt, something and so on. Um, and just to say, as like a final note, would be that. I'm not I'm not 100% there yet but 
I'm I'm closer to it, and I've had experiences that sort of be, bring me into proximity and relationships and conversations that allow it, and um, that say that that identity is not so far off, and to be um, to be that person, to be to wear that mask and uh, that persona. Okay. Take care.